Five Elul. Hey Elul. Tzaddik. His conversations. 553. Needless to say, the Rebbe also spoke in extravagant terms about the holy levels achieved by the Baal Shem Tov. Once, the Rebbe spoke of how the leader must be very holy and separated from the world, just like Moses. On the same occasion, he said that in recent times, the Baal Shem Tov had been like this. Reb Naftali told me that once the Rebbe had been discussing how Rashi and the Bali Tosafot were mostly buried in France. The Rebbe said, And as for us, we have the privilege of having the Baal Shem Tov buried in our region. On that occasion, he said that the Baal Shem Tov was the master of thousands and tens of thousands of worlds. And once, Reb Naftali heard him say, It is to us, meaning the descendants of the Baal Shem Tov, that the verse refers when it says, And the fruit of the land will be their pride and beauty. Isaiah 4.2 There was another occasion when the Rebbe spoke in praise of the achievements of the holy Rabbi Pinchas of Karetz. He said that there was a period when Rabbi Pinchas was the outstanding tzaddik of his generation. And once the Rebbe said, Happy are the eyes that saw Rabbi Pinchas. Once, a follower of a certain tzaddik spent a Shabbat in Breslov. The Rebbe was not there at the time. When the Rebbe came home, they told him about the man's visit, and the Rebbe asked if they had shown him the appropriate respect, even though this man was not so noted in the world at large. The Rebbe then said, For a pious man like this, all the honor in the world would still be insufficient. Of this it is written, and he honors those who fear God. Psalms 15.4 Of Rabbi Yaakov Yosef of Polonoi, the Rebbe also spoke in the highest terms. He said, Even though the Toldot and his other works are all very holy and wonderful, as everyone knows, the true holiness of the level the saintly Rabbi Yaakov Yosef actually reached in his own life is far higher than is apparent from his books. Similarly, when he saw the Noam Elimelech, he was very surprised and said that the personal holiness achieved by Rabbi Elimelech was far higher than was apparent from this book. The Rebbe also spoke in the highest terms about the holiness of Rabbi Elimelech's brother, Rabbi Zusya, Rabbi Nachman's wisdom. His wisdom, 267. The Rebbe said, You may expound the Torah and innovate in any area you wish. The only condition is that you may not use your interpretations to innovate or change any law. This is particularly true of innovations based on drush, expository construction, and sod, esoteric resolution. From what the Rebbe said, we understood that you may expound and innovate according to your intellectual attainment, even when studying Kabbalistic works such as those of the Holy Ari. The only stipulation is that you may not derive any religious practice or law in this manner. 268. How was the holy temple destroyed? How long will we cry out in bondage? Until when, the son of your maidservant? These are all part of Tikkun Chatzot, the midnight service lamenting the destruction of the temple and the exile of the Divine Presence. Taking these hymns as an example, the Rebbe spoke of how much we must cry out before God. 
he noted how much these prayers awaken the heart, chanting them with a melody of Tikkun Chatzot in his deep, pleasant voice. He also greatly praised the chorus, My Beloved came down to his garden, as a debate between the Jewish people and God that can profoundly arouse the heart. 269. People are often very confused as to the best way to serve God. Sometimes it seems necessary to act in one manner, but later this appears completely wrong and another method seems best. See his wisdom, number 255. This can cause a person to become very confused and disturbed. The Rebbe said, Why is it necessary to confuse yourself? Whatever you do, you do. As long as you do not do any evil, heaven forbid. See Tzaddik, number 426. 270. The Rebbe said, In the Hodu, Psalm 107, which introduces the Friday afternoon Mincha service, you can be broken-hearted and pour out all your thoughts before God. This psalm speaks of the troubles of the soul and how one cries out because of them. It can be understood by anyone. When you say Kigavna before the Shabbat evening Marev service, you should be aroused with great joy and emotion when you recite the words, and all of them are crowned in new souls. The Alphabet Book Repentance A. 47. One who loves the tzaddikim is capable of bringing people back to God in repentance. 48. When a person confesses his sins, God loves him benevolently and removes his anger from him. 49. The nations bring us to repent. 50. Studying Torah atones for one's sins. 51. A person on a high spiritual level can attain perfection with but a minimum of effort. 52. Whenever you are beset by suffering, scrutinize your actions. 53. When a person wants to perform a good deed but encounters obstacles, God rewards him as if he had succeeded. However, when a person doesn't do even what he is capable of, he is punished for it. 54. By bringing merit to the masses, a person becomes God's partner in creation. Kitzur Lekutei Moharan 2, Lesson number 44 1. When a person falls from faith, God forbid, the advice for him is that he should speak words of faith with his mouth. In other words, he should utter a full verbal proclamation of faith that he believes. For the very fact that he speaks words of faith with his mouth is an aspect of faith. What is more, through this verbal proclamation, he will thereby merit to attain complete faith. For faith is dependent on a person's mouth, and it is necessary to articulate one's faith verbally. As it is written, I will make your faith known with my mouth. Psalms 89.2 2. For this same reason, a person must be very careful never to utter words of heresy or unbelief with his mouth. God forbid even in mockery. In other words, even if in his heart he truly believes, and he is only speaking these words of heresy and unbelief in someone else's name, and he is mocking them, nonetheless it is strictly forbidden to do so because it damages his own faith. See Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, number 237. 
for it is forbidden to make jokes about God, even in jest. A person must also be extremely careful never to look at all into books that speak about philosophical investigations, because they badly damage and taint holy faith. This admonition has already been stated elsewhere, but it must be repeated time and again, so that a person will not lose his entire world, i.e. his world to come, in a moment, God forbid. 3. A person must also stay far away from overly complex thinking in the service of God itself. This refers to the way that some people think and measure and check with exaggerated fastidiousness whether they are properly discharging their religious obligations, and they go about looking for unnecessary stringencies. This sort of overly complex thinking is extremely detrimental to one's service of God, and all these thoughts are nothing but vain distractions and groundless delusions sent by the evil one to get a person to abandon his service of God. For the Holy One, blessed be he, does not rule over his creations like a tyrant, Avodazara 3b. And about these people it is taught, live by them, Leviticus 18.5, and do not die by them, Yoma 85b. Since people who serve God like this have no vitality from their devotions and from the mitzvot that they perform, due to their unnecessary stringencies and their depression, The greatest wisdom is not to be wise at all, just to serve God with simplicity and straightforwardness, since what God really wants is the heart. Rabbi Nachman's Stories Kapsin Pasha The Pasha then went to the Sultan and told him that he had heard the Jew say that he suffers very much, since whenever he speaks to the Sultan, he has to smell the Sultan's bad breath. Therefore, said the Pasha, whenever the Jew comes to you, he will place a perfumed handkerchief over his mouth, so that he will not smell your breath. And if you don't believe me, this is proof. Tomorrow, when the Jew comes, he will have a handkerchief over his mouth. When the Sultan heard this, he became very angry. He said, I will see if you are telling the truth. If it is true, I will destroy that Jew. The next day, when the Jew came to the Sultan, he placed the handkerchief over his mouth just as the pasha had advised him, since he had believed him. When the sultan saw that, he understood that the pasha had been telling the truth. He immediately wrote a note, saying, When the bearer of this note arrives, immediately throw him into the furnace where all those who are sentenced to death are cast. The sultan then sealed the letter with his signet and said to the Jew, Do me a favor and personally deliver this note to the man whose address is written on the envelope. The Jew took the letter and promised the Sultan that he would do as he requested, not knowing what was written in the letter. Rebbe Nussin's Letters Year 1 Letter number 213 Come, see the might of your master. Rebbe Nachman How very deep are his thoughts in that he shone forth in advance holy words, hints conveyed by the movement of hand, and radiance such as this, which are capable of sustaining and inspiring me even now, to the point that I can also sustain and inspire you and others. May we merit to feel the wind that blows in the six joints of the arms and the six joints of the legs. My heart lifts up my legs with truth and perfect faith, and I dance for joy, 
Seed Likutei Maharan 1, 10, 6. Thank God, I, you, and all those who desire the absolute truth have something to be happy about indeed. I cannot continue. I have not yet sung Hamavdil and Eliyahu, since I hurried to write you these words immediately after Havdalah. May God finish for me. Sending you a letter, both writing it and even more, having it delivered, is also an extremely difficult and exhausting labor. It is all a result of the controversy which makes us afraid to send words of truth, lest they jokingly make a mockery of them, God forbid. But it is all for the best. For in this case, too, the impediment is there to build up desire, and because of it God helps me, and even more inspiring words of truth emerge. For the only way to draw forth words of truth is by breaking down barriers, both from the side of the transmitter and from the side of the receiver. All your downheartedness and depression, too, is all just another barrier setting itself in your way. It has to be broken. For above all, you must work to break depression, which is more harmful, God forbid, than anything else. Gvalt, do not be afraid, my beloved son, do not be afraid. God really is with you. Remember what our Master, Teacher, and Rebbe of Blessed Memory said. God is great, and we know nothing of it at all. Even when it comes to you people and to wherever each one of you has fallen. But there is a phenomenon whereby everything turns into good, for His greatness is unfathomable. You must really believe and know that these words of the Rebbe's are also directed at you, the way you are right now. Even someone thousands and tens of thousands of levels worse, God forbid, is also included in these words. And were this worst person to hear these words, he too would inspire himself with eternal life forever, and would not throw his life away. But what can we do? This is exactly why they have arrayed themselves against us so vehemently, and especially now. However, This is also reason for you and me and all of us to rejoice very much, since we are able to hear and believe in holy, true, awesome, profound, and straightforward words such as these. What can I say? What can I say? With these words and words like them, anyone with a brain in his head ought to turn all kinds of distress and sighing into joy. The words of your Father, who yearns to bring you to joy and waiting for salvation, Nussan of Brest. Nussan's Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 466. I would have wanted to elaborate, but the time for prayers has arrived. I hurried to write you immediately before prayers, because this letter is the essential fulfillment of the commandment to recite the Shema, Hear, O Israel. For this letter fulfills, You shall instruct your children in them, and teach them to your children from the first and second paragraphs of the Shema, respectively. This is particularly true for these words, which flow forth from the source of life, from the consummately exalted flowing spring, the source of wisdom. They can inspire even you and people thousands of times worse than you. Know and believe, my son, that people much worse than you have already been with me, and they drew close to God as a result of words such as these, which I received from the Rebbe. Some of these people have passed on in peace to life in the world to come, and eternal life is their portion through the power of the Rebbe. 
Those of them who are still alive are righteous people, and their final outcome will certainly be good with God's help. It is impossible to elaborate on this any further in this context. The words of your father, writing in tears and also in joy, because of my hope for a good end for all of us, you, I, and all Israel will enjoy a good end through the holy tzaddik, the grandfather of grandfathers in whom we take shelter. Ultimately, everyone will be rectified. But how great are God's kindnesses that we know about the one who is engaging in our rectification. And we do not oppose, God forbid, the one who is working to save us eternally. Ashrenu, Ashrenu, happy are we. Blessed is our God who created us for his glory and separated us from those who err. Nasan of Breslov. Shemot Hatzadikim. Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman Bar Yaakov, Rav Nachman Bar Nachman Bar Yaakov, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Rav Nachman Bar Rav Chista, Rav Nachman Bar Guria, Rav Nachman Bar Kohen, Rav Nachman Bar Shmuel Bar Nachman, Rav Nachman Bar Rav Zavda, Rav Nachman Bar Rava, Rav Nachman Bar Zacharia, Rav Nachman Bar Menyumi, Rav Nachman Ben Parta, Rav Nachman Bar Baruch. Rav Nachman bar Avdimi, Rav Nachman bar Papa, Rav Nachman Minehada, Rav Nachman bar Ika, Rav Nachman bar Avada, Nachman Sava, Rav Nachman Diyafo, Rav Nachman bar Huna, Rav Nachmani Hakohen, Nayuli, Nayuti, Rav Necha bar Sava, Rabbi Nachumi, Nimus, Nikumchi, Nikonor, Nitai Ha'arbeli, Nitai Ishtekoa, Nitai Talmud Shmuel, Rabbi Nasa, Rabbi Nasa de Kisrin, Rabbi Naftali, Rabbi Natan Habavli, Rabbi Natan ben Avishalom, Rabbi Natan Berebi, Rabbi Natan bar Oshaya, Rabbi Natan bar Tuvi, Rabbi Natan bar Menyumi, Rav Natan Berebi Berachia, Rav Natan bar Ami, Rabbi Natan bar Marzutra, Rav Natan bar Shila Reish Tabachaya de Tzipori, Rav Natan bar Abba, Rav Natan bar Abaye, Rav Natan Kohen, Rav Natan bar Marukva, Rav Natan bar Asya, Rav Natan de Romai, Rav Natan, Rav Natan Bira'a, Rav Natan Avua de Rabbi Huna bar Natan, Rav Natan ben Amram, Natan de Tzutzita, Rabbi Netanel. Rav Nassan's Prayers 2, Prayer number 42 on the Kutei Moharan 2, 83. Send us the holiness of the Shabbat, nullify all of our mundane deeds, so that we need not engage in any craft or work, but only in Torah, prayer, and the true service of Hashem. May we all be truly liberated. You who are filled with compassion, you gave us this good gift from your treasure house. Shabbat is its name. You know the great and precious holiness of the Shabbat, which revives and sustains all worlds. And you know how far I am from the holiness and joy of the Shabbat. Please, unique Master, you who are good and do good to all, great in counsel and mighty in deed, help me, save me, teach me and guide me, so that I will always experience the true joy of the Shabbat.
May I truly rejoice a great deal every Shabbat with the joy of the Shabbat. Please give me a taste of the holy Shabbat, for you are good and do good to all. Please free us, Hashem our God, with your mitzvot, and in particular, with the mitzvah of the seventh day, the great and holy Shabbat. For it is your great and holy day, meant for us to rest and be tranquil in an atmosphere of love, in accordance with your will and commandment. Sanctify us with your mitzvot, and give us our portion in your Torah. Satiate us with your goodness, gladden us with your salvation, purify our hearts to truly serve you, and give us an inheritance, Hashem our God, in love and favor of your holy Shabbat. Help me rejoice on every Shabbat with great and intense joy, until I will draw the joy of the Shabbat into the six days of the week. May I always remember the Holy Shabbat, as the verse states, Remember the day of the Shabbat to sanctify it. During all six days of the week, may I always draw the holiness of the Shabbat onto myself, so that all of the weekdays will be holy and pure with the holiness of the Shabbat. As a result of the holiness of the Shabbat, may we receive all blessings from the source of blessings. In the merit of the holiness of the Shabbat, may we quickly attain the true goal, truly reaching the ultimate knowledge that we do not know anything. May we understand and realize that wisdom is far from us. As the verse states, I said that I will be wise, yet it is far from me. May we be subsumed into the level of the place of the world, which is the intended destination of existence, enveloping the entire world that was created with your wisdom. We know nothing. Master of the world, I know this only from a distance, for I am more animal than man, and I lack human understanding. If David and Solomon and the greatest of the early tzaddikim, elevated men, true sages, masters of spiritual attainments and divine inspiration, whose names I am not worthy to pronounce with my lips, use such expressions about themselves, what shall I say and how shall I speak? I am filled with sins. As a result, my mind is turbulent. I have not yet been cleansed of the spirit of foolishness that comes as a result of sins. May the compassionate one save us. And even worse, I have no awareness or intelligence with which to understand how you conduct the world. My intellect confuses me greatly, and I need to constantly force myself to remember that I do not know anything at all. How many times do I forget this? And even when I remind myself, I do not realize it fully. This results in obstacles, confusions, and dissents, not only in my awareness, but in that of every individual, in accordance with the extent of his error. If every individual would know the ultimate truth, that he does not know anything at all, nothing would have the power to cast him down or unsettle him. Every individual would always strengthen himself extensively and forever. Hashem, you who are wise of heart and mighty of strength, wisdom and understanding remain with you alone. There is no limit to your understanding, whereas all of the sages are without knowledge, and how much more a person as ignorant as I am. Aid me, guide me, and teach me, so that I will truly know that I know nothing at all. As a result, may I strengthen myself in the service of Hashem at all times, 
and begin anew at every moment. Whether I am rising or falling, heaven forbid, however things may be, may I strengthen myself to constantly begin anew. May I do everything that is truly what you want, and occupy myself with it completely, in great enthusiasm, with a truly engaged heart, so that nothing in the world will distract me. May my severe multiple sins be unable to weaken my mind at all, heaven forbid. Rather, may I appreciate, comprehend, understand and realize that I know nothing at all of what is going on in this world, or what is going on with me. May I perform perfectly whatever holy matters I have the ability to perform in this transient world. May I pray, strengthen myself, cry out, and call out to you always, however things may be. May I not be distracted from the truth by an unproductive state of mind or cleverness, heaven forbid. Rather, may I attain true knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, so that I will truly understand and realize that wisdom is far from me, and that I know nothing at all. May I always truly rely on you alone. May I not engage in any superfluous or obsessive thoughts at all. Always treat me in accordance with your will. On my behalf, truly realize the desires of heaven in accordance with your good will.